Hello from CNN, I'm Joe Beck with the five things you need to know for Tuesday, September 5th. After a summer of extreme heat, wildfires and storms, experts warn that human-caused climate change has pushed some communities to the tipping points. When Adalia slammed into Florida last week, it became the eighth major hurricane to hit the Gulf Coast in the last six years. And it may not be the last. Atlantic hurricane season hasn't even peaked yet. Experts told CNN that the Gulf Coast is experiencing a worrying combination of climate impacts, like sea level rise and stronger storms fueled by warming waters. The multiple natural disasters have resulted in some insurance companies leaving states like Florida and Louisiana, meaning communities and businesses may not have the money to rebuild their properties in a way that will protect them from future storms. Meanwhile, in Hawaii, authorities are still working to find out the official death toll of the wildfires that devastated Maui. Governor Josh Green says 41 missing persons reports have been filed, but authorities list more than 380 people as being unaccounted for. I just am so heartsick that people have suffered this kind of loss. But in Hawaii, we use the word ohana, which means family, and that's how we're going to approach this. An arms deal between North Korea and Russia could be in the works. U.S. officials say North Korean leader Kim Jong-un may travel to Russia to meet President Vladimir Putin for discussions on a potential deal to supply Moscow with weapons for its war in Ukraine. The New York Times first reported the potential meeting, saying Kim would meet Putin at a forum set to kick off this weekend. CNN's Christy Lou Stout has more. This potential meeting uh, follows a recent visit by the Russian defense minister to North Korea that took place in July. It also comes after U.S. officials have said that the two countries are actively advancing their talks over another potential arms deal for Russia and Ukraine. You know, last year, the U.S. and North Korea delivered rockets and missiles into Russia for use by Wagner forces, something that North Korea has denied. But Russia and North Korea have been edging ever closer together. First Lady Jill Biden has tested positive for COVID-19 and is experiencing mild symptoms. The White House made the announcement last night and said she'll remain at the Biden's Rehoboth Beach home in Delaware. It also said President Joe Biden tested negative, but will test regularly this week and monitor for symptoms. The president is scheduled to present the Medal of Honor to an army captain in a White House ceremony today, before leaving for the G20 summit in India on Thursday. The impeachment trial for Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton starts today. His fate will be in the hands of the Republican-led state Senate, and lawmakers will hear allegations of abuse of power, bribery, and retaliation against whistleblowers. In addition to the impeachment trial, Paxton faces an FBI investigation, and separately, he's been indicted on state securities fraud charges. He has denied all wrongdoing. The AG was temporarily suspended back in May, when he was overwhelmingly impeached by the Republican-led House. The trial is expected to last two to three weeks, and for Paxton to be impeached, 21 of the 30 eligible senators would need to vote against him. Coming up, Burning Man drama finally comes to an end. After a dramatic weekend that left tens of thousands of people stranded in the Nevada desert, people have finally been able to leave the Burning Man Festival. Intense rain over the weekend flooded campsites and filled them with thick, ankle-deep mud. 70,000 people were told to conserve food, water, and fuel, and had to wait for the ground to dry out before they tried to drive home. But the mass exodus began yesterday afternoon, and the festival finally managed to put on its famous display, burning an effigy of the man. 
That's all for now. I'll be back with our next episode, which drops at 9am Eastern.